Hey guys, welcome to Kiss and Tell Tuesdays with your girl, Steffi Kiss. I have with me last week's guest, if you heard episode 29 of the Do I Look Fat podcast, the Miss Ty McQueen, the fixin' vixen herself. Hey boo, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Um, So if you haven't heard Kiss and Tell before, this is where I catch up with previous guests and we just talk about some shit that really didn't have doesn't have anything to do with you know body positivity and all that stuff i mean we still love each other and we still love ourselves and all that shit but we're more than just that and this week i wanted to talk about how transparent you've been with all your journeys oh man you are the queen of transparency i will say that i feel like you're my best friend in my head okay yeah and we've only met a lot (laughs) but I feel like I've known you forever and every time I see like you you triumph and everything I feel like I gotta win and when I see Mm. you going through it I feel so like I feel the empathy and the sympathy for you and I'm just like no we got this we're gonna get this together Mm -hmm. like that's just how I feel um so with all your journeys you have gotten great feedback but also you've gotten negative feedback of course, you know, like, this is the thing. Nobody is going to like you 100% of the mm-hmm. time. And you're going to drive yourself insane trying to make them. Um, but I feel like me being vulnerable is why I have such a diehard audience. Because people literally have watched me for years. And I've been online for eight years now. The majority of people have watched me for at least five to six years of that eight years. Some people have been there the entire time and I have shown so much, but it's like, I am people's best friend. When I created this platform, that was my angle. I said, I want to be that girl next door that you want to be friends with. And that's exactly who I became. So I opened up myself and my life and my platform so people could relate to me. Um, When I started doing the fitness thing online, I didn't see any women who were plus size who looked like me. Mm -hmm. You see a lot of thin girls, a lot of really in shape girls, but you didn't see girls who were an average body type. Like Mm -hmm. I, like we're we're literally an average body type. Yeah, the average body type is a size twelve, not a two. Mm -hmm. So it's like, wow. So you mean to tell me that girls my size not doing this? Cool, I'm gonna do it, and Mm -hmm. and doing it. I inspire so many more women to take control of not only their health, but their confidence. And it just turned into a whole movement. And I didn't expect for it to be as big as it turned out to be. Mm -hmm. But people needed to see a woman like me doing what I was doing, being relatable, being vulnerable, being open, because it normalized their own life. They're like, wow, she's going through the same things I go through. It didn't make me seem like this big entity on the internet. Like right, you said, like it unachievable. made right. It made you feel like I was your best friend. Mm-hmm. And I get that from so many girls. Oh, you're my best friend in my head. I just love you. <laughs> and that is the vibe that I like because I don't like to say I have fans. I like to say I have a support group. Everybody yes. that follows me, you're my you're a part of my support group. And, you know, it's been a lot of personal development, but I have to honestly say the people who have rocked with me over these years, the people who have supported me have helped me in that growth. Mm-hmm. Would you say that the negativity, like the, the negative feedback that you've gotten mm-hmm. because you've gotten it over the years, oh. would you say that that's made you want to ever stop sharing what you're it, doing? Yes. 
Uh, absolutely. And I mean, this is why I created Thix and Vixen. Um, mainly because I felt like I got typecasted into sharing just one side of myself. Mm-hmm. And people, you know, I, I had a tummy tuck last year. After my tummy tuck, the hate got so real. Um, and I understand what it is. It's misplaced um, anger mm-hmm. from not from women who want things in their own life. Well, why did she get it? I mean, literally, I was on Celebrity Gossip Blog. People are talking about me and why I got a tummy tuck. And I'm thinking to myself, why am I even that important for you to bring me up on this site? But right. it's like a lot of people are going to project, you know, when they're when they when it's always like, why her? Why her? Because I'm dope, first of all. But <laughs> <laughs> and that's me. on period. OK, that's on period, Pooh. But <laughs> it's me because I make women feel safe. I make women feel confident. I make women feel empowered. And I'm not a hater-ass bitch. So girls like to to rock with me because they see a piece of themselves in me. And I'm going to tell you, really, the girls that be hating on me, they see it too. But they Mm -hmm. just, you know, they're. this is what I said. A lot of women have been conditioned to be um, insecure and they don't even know it. Mm-hmm. Their grandmothers, their mothers, their aunts, the things that they have said to them, even, you know, uncles, fathers, whoever, people have conditioned you to be insecure. So when you see a woman loving herself in a way that you want to love yourself, you become bitter because you wish that you could do it, but you can't because of your own insecurity. So now mm-hmm. you're mad at her. You project on her. And it's really like you're not mad at her. It's like you really want to be able to be as free as that girl or you really want to be like that girl. And I get I get it. So I will say there's been times when hate has got to me. But Mm -hmm. now because I understand it from a different standpoint. Listen, you're a confused admirer. You really don't hate me. You actually like me. Mm -hmm. And I only can pray that you get well of that mental illness you have of haterade. <laughs> right. So tell me, what is the Thixen Vixen, if you had to put it in your own words? Thixen is my alter ego. So like I said, on, I've been online as Ty McQueen. And Ty is like, you know, this upbeat, bubbly, you know, positive fitness individual. And that's all I've ever shown. And Thixen, excuse me, Thixen's that too. But Thixon's like, look, bitch, I don't care about none of y'all, but y'all talking. I'm the shit. I'm the bomb. And she's confident. She's sexy. She's assured of herself. She gives no fucks. And she puts that out there for everybody to see. And she takes judgment. She takes criticism. But at the same time, it's not going to stop her from doing what she does. So Thixon is really like that part of every girl that they want to be, but -hmm. they really don't have the courage to be. It's like you're Sasha Fierce. Yes, exactly what it is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm about to be 38 in Mm -hmm. in like less than two weeks. I have literally in the last three months become a plus size model like overnight. Mm -hmm. Like never would I have thought that had been possible, but I did that through fixing. I had the courage to do what I took to just up and move and come to Atlanta and get out here and network and mingle with people. I'm getting put in different positions that I wouldn't have been put in if I didn't just be so assured in this 
literally this character that I am who is Thixen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Thixen Vixen has an OnlyFans, which oh, yeah. will be linked down below so all of y'all can check mm-hmm. her out. Um, <laughs> if you haven't heard already, I recently started my own OnlyFans. Oh, okay. Girl. And I feel like I've done it because I have become so much more confident within myself. Mm -hmm. I literally... I've gained... So I lost 70 pounds, right? With my whole fitness journey, right? Mm -hmm. But I've gained about 40 of that back, right? right? So I was going through... It's weird. I know I'm bigger than I was before, but I'm much more confident in who I am. And I don't know if that has to do with age. I don't know if that has to do with me just like not giving a fuck. Like, Uh and I'm, I spoke about this in in a previous episode with um, a rapper named Imani Blair. And we talked about, it's not that I don't give a fuck because I do care. Like Uh when people talk about me, I do care. People Uh say shit about me. It affects me, but I'm trying not to let it affect my, what I do. Right. Yeah. You're confident. If I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it because I want to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I ha- and I have and I started this OnlyFans one because obviously, you know, money. You know? Right. But also because I take these pictures, the pictures that will be on my OnlyFans, I take them normally. Right. Yeah. I. <laughs> this is just what I do. It's, it's exactly. a way of how I appreciate myself. It's a way mm-hmm. of how I appreciate my body and all this shit. Right. And usually I would just send them to the guys I'm fucking with. So right. I'm sending them out there anyway. I might as well make money from having uh-huh. it out there because and if I'm same. sending it to somebody and we, whatever he has them, he can do with them as he pleases. Yes. Uh-huh. It's not, I'm not sending porn. These are just pictures. Right. You know saying so if he shows them to his friends, like it's already out there, uh-huh. I might as well get paid for the pictures that I'm taking. Regardless. Exactly. Same. And that's a little bit of why I started mine. I was like, I was already taking these kind of pics and let me tell you I had this conversation with my father a couple of weeks ago about my OnlyFans or what I post on there and he was like you know what do it if that's what you want to do and be unapologetic about it don't make any don't let anybody make you feel a way about it because I know you and I know you as my daughter and I know how you he's like you're you don't do anything without purpose so Mm -hmm. whatever you're doing I know there's a reason behind why you're doing it Mm -hmm. and if it makes you feel happy then do that but people are going to judge people are going to critique you and like I said it's a lot of people out there they're just jealous because they want to do it but they don't have the confidence they're insecure and they're projecting on you because you do have the confidence. You do have the goal. It's like, how dare she? How dare she? Yeah. Well, because what? I mean, like, how dare you I? could do it. Yeah, I mean, you could do it too if you want to hate an ass bitch. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For a long time, I was. I think I was scared of quote unquote my future husband right mm. like who would want me if I'm out here doing listen if I'm out here too many that. men want me that's cool <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that too but let me oh I'm so glad you said that and let me say let me tell you how I see it we have been conditioned with old tradition mm. I don't think people realize that the tradition of the old is not conducive to how we live currently think about back in you know the 50s and and 
before. Mm-hmm. Women were dependent on men to take care of them. And, you know, a lot of people have an uh, issue with an independent woman. And it's not that a woman can't be independent and still want a man in her life that caters to her needs and provides for her. Because I'm independent as hell. Mm-hmm. But I still want a man to be a man. And I feel like that's in his description to be a man, to cater to me, to protect me, to provide for me. And mm-hmm. in return, I can be the woman and play my role for him. But you got to realize the old traditions and the old values do not go with today's standards of what women are mm-hmm. and what we do. We don't have to rely on a man. We can vote. We can drive. We can do everything that men can do. So we do not need them. And, you know, we were con- we've been conditioned all these years. A lady is supposed to, a lady's supposed to dress like this. A lady's supposed to walk, talk, act like this. Mm-hmm. In the but who 50s, came up with these but who came right, up with these rules? Right. We're in 2020. What happened a hundred years ago? Even 50 years ago, that is not the way of the now. So I think a lot of um, what people judge and critique folks like us on is because they're still tied to old traditional values that Mm -hmm. are out of date. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're not still doing shit like they did in the Roman time. Didn't they progress and evolve? And why can't it be different now? Mm -hmm. We're always going to be progressing and evolving we can't keep staying tied to these old traditional standard values. They're, they're bullshit. They're out of date. Right. And also it's funny. You said like you want a man who can provide, right. Mm -hmm. And that's, and that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to pay for everything in the household. Right. Let's let's keep it a hundred percent. Like it's 2020. You need two Mm -hmm. incomes nowadays. Mm -hmm. Like there's no, I mean, (laughs) <laughs> you need two incomes and you each need like at least three side hustles. Like mm-hmm. you really want to like get it there. Right. Right. So it's like, you're not here literally providing everything. You're not here paying for everything. You're not, you're not taking over the role of my father. And it's like, I mm-hmm. really have a dad. And some people will say, well, that's why you are the way you are. Yeah. Yes mm. And no, like I know people who had the two parent households who are still very much, you know, in communication with their parents and their fathers mm-hmm. and have great relationships with their fathers and are still, you know, outwardly and overly either you know they'll say provocative or sexy Mm -hmm. all of that so it's just if you're not if you're not here providing everything for me right if you if you want to live if you want to put me in the 1950s box right Mm -hmm. you want me to be the lady you want me to be the, the 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 caretaker of our kids you want me to cook clean barefoot and pregnant all of that mm-hmm. but then i also have to work yeah that no it is then exactly can't you can't it's, you can't you know um, govern my body or whatever mm-hmm. i do with my body if you don't like it that's for you and that's mm-hmm. perfectly fine then that just means you're not the person for me and i think right. that's what i've i've actually come into and like i know there's this one guy who i love i love him i know i love mm-hmm. him but i also <laughs> know we'll never be together because right. our ideals and how we think about life and how we think about like traditional family values and all of it's that different. is completely different yeah and this is the thing i like being thickson because you what you see is what you get mm-hmm. um when they say oh you got to be a lady in the streets and a freak in the bed listen i'm be a freak where the hell i want you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and I don't feel like I have to hide any portion of myself 
for a man to fall in love with me. He's going to fall in love with me on the strength of being exactly who I am. He's going to know. I want you to fall in love with me, not Mm -hmm. who I'm pretending to be so that you can love me. And you can only be somebody else for so long before the real you shows up. And Mm -hmm. then once they start getting the real you, then they're not going to like that. Then what are you going to do? Are you going to have to also, it's like you're either going to have to be 100% completely authentic to who you are, or you're going to have to pretend, get someone on false pretenses, and then it's going to, it's going to falter on the fact that you can't keep up. Either you're not going to be able to keep up with that false persona, or being that false persona is going to make you unhappy and resentful towards that person. And you're not even going to realize why you're unhappy, because mm -hmm. you've been, you've been being this quote unquote other person for so long that you don't even realize that you're unhappy. Um, Right. I was in, you know, I was with my son's father and I was pretending to be someone who I wasn't for a very long time until it caught up with me. And Mm. then I, and then I looked at myself and I was just like, I'm not the person who you love. Mm -hmm. I'm just not. So we no longer can be together. And I don't think people understood that when it was happening because we were so happy. You know, we had our baby, we had our apartment, we both have good jobs. Like we were living the life, but Mm -hmm. me, myself, I couldn't be me. So Mm -hmm. I just was not happy and I could not pinpoint why I was unhappy until I actually looked at myself and I looked at our relationship and I was just like, it's because I'm not me. And I find myself, I keep on doing this, right? So you're Mm -hmm. a Scorpio, right? I don't know how big you are in Zodiacs. Very. Um, Okay. (laughs) So do you know what your like sun, moon and rising are and all of that? Um, Cancer, moon. I forget. Yeah. Forget what my um son is, but I'm a life path nine. Ooh, and okay. Yeah, so basically, um, I'm a natural born leader, mm-hmm. and I've all it, it's crazy because I grew up in church. I remember at the age of fifteen, a prophetess at church she told me, "You are going to be a teacher. You're going to lead people." And I'm like, "No, I don't want to be a teacher." Mm-hmm. But she's seen that in me. Right. And that's what I've done. Like, that's literally what I've become. Mm-hmm. Um, and not in the sense of I'm at school teaching people. I literally have been teaching people just in the way of life mm-hmm. for years. And I lead. I'm an influencer. Like, it's natural to me. And that's a part that's because it's my life path. That yeah. it was li- It's literally my life path to be a leader, a teacher, an influencer. And it says like, you do it even when you don't want to do it. It (laughs) it automatically comes out of you. It's like inherent in you, right? So like, uh that's your life path. And then like with Zodiacs for me, like my moon and my rising are both in Gemini. So mm. that for me, it means like I, I'm very adaptable. Mm-hmm. I can make people like me because I can tell what it is that you would like to see in me. I don't right. know what it is. And I know that I do this. And um, I, you know, I read up on, on this all the time and it says all the time, like I would be good in like politics. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I can make people like me, but it's, it's not necessarily that they would like me. And I need to fight against that. Because to me, that's mm-hmm. it, it can be beneficial, obviously. Like, you know, I'm very charismatic and people see me, they're like, oh, no, yeah, right. But it can also be very negative because I can lose myself so mm-hmm. fast. Trying to be saw, something else. And I saw that happening specifically in my relationships. Like mm. I would get with a man and I know, you know, based on conversations or whatever, I would hear what he expects. I would hear what he would like. I would hear this. I would hear that. And I would 
change myself, alter myself, alter the way, even alter the way I'm thinking. Like sometimes Mm -hmm. I will literally sit here and be like, oh yeah, I definitely feel that way. But Mm -hmm. I have to remember that I have to, I'm myself. And I feel this year has definitely brought that out of me. And people aren't realizing like, people might call it a cry for help. Right. Mm-hmm. They, they might say me opening this op- um, OnlyFans is me acting out like, right. you know, all of that. But it's like, you don't know that this is actually who I really who, am. Thank you. Dixon is who I've always been. And it's crazy because like people from high school that have known me, I've been out of high school 20 years now. And it's like, girl, you always been that you mm-hmm. they're reminding me yeah. of who I've always been. Now, mm-hmm. these people on social media have only known me for a ump amount of years, and they've got the little bit of me that I've shown, but they haven't got the full picture of who I am, how people mm-hmm. that actually know me. And I love that people who actually know me support my OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Like, I have people I've been to high school with, people I went to church with, old friends. They're, they're all subscribed, and they love that shit. But that's because they know what kind of person I am. They know mm-hmm. how genuine, how free spirit I am, how charismatic I am. And and they fuck with me because of that. And it's like, they're like, damn, I knew you was lit back in the day, but I didn't think you would be this lit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. And it's like, I even like a few, um, before I left Ohio, I was hanging out with my ex-boyfriend, my high school sweetheart. And we were together like four years. We were going to get married like that. And he was like, everybody in school was like how did you get her like I was I was I never seen myself as popular but talking to people that I went to school with Mm -hmm. they seen that and I think that's crazy because I didn't really understand it they seen that and he was like yo people used to like damn how did you get her like out of all the people you in the school she picked you like <laughs> and he was like I, he said you told me how he felt insecure mm-hmm. because we were together and so many other people couldn't understand why I was with him or and so many other people that were trying to get with me so mm-hmm. it's like I've been lit I'm dope in real life I don't need an app I don't need the internet I'm mm-hmm. always going to be like this you can either run with it, roll with the punches, or, you know, you can go somewhere else. But what you're not going to do is sit here and try to make me feel like any less than I know that I am mm-hmm. because of your insecurity or because you're outdated standard or because you don't love yourself enough to do what it is you want to do, you know. Mm-hmm. And stop assuming people are doing things for attention. Sometimes this is just who they are. And if it garners attention, then that's just the what comes from being yourself at the end of the day. Not everyone is doing this. Not everyone posts pictures because they're looking for attention. Not every like this is what I I have pictures on my phone. I have thousands of pictures. I can tell you right now. I probably have like 20. I I have more than that. I'm telling you, I probably have about look 29,691 pictures on my phone. Exactly. I take pictures of myself all the time. So if I post them on Instagram or if I don't, I'm still taking these pictures. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily for attention. It's something that I genuinely like to do. Right. But women, I mean, women will come in to me and say that, oh, you look at you. They'll, they'll judge me for how I post on, like, my fix and victim. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you just you just posting your ass on the internet. You tuning it up on the internet for likes and attention. No, baby. 
I'm doing this because I get paid. It's a platform. It's a brand. Um, and you couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. You probably <laughs> would want I, to, I, but I you can't. I hate that so many women judge something that they don't even have the bravery to do. Yeah. Yeah. Because it is bravery because mm-hmm. we are putting ourselves out there to be critiqued. We're putting mm-hmm. ourselves out there for like these these women and these men to talk shit, to still mm-hmm. love it, to probably still sign up on the OnlyFans under a fake page or a fake account because you don't have to tell them who the fuck you are. You don't have to tell right. me who you are. Like there's people on my OnlyFans now and I'm like, who are you? Like, I feel <laughs> like I know who this is, but I'm not 100% sure. So, right. and and but still talk shit behind exactly. my back. So, I don't know. I'm just, I'm happy that I'm growing into a space where, I can just be me and be, you know, just unapologetically me mm-hmm. and and not take what people say about me and think that it's gospel. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and I have you to thank for that, honestly. Well, I'm so proud. I'm so <laughs> honored to have facilitated that in you. Because like I said, my whole platform is around making women feel confident and sexy and good about who they are. And so if I can help just one person, then my job is done. so this was a little insight into who the fixin vixen is yeah and i'm so happy that you came on my platform to have my listeners get a little bit more you know into what you are and who you are as a person and all of that thank Um, you for inviting me of course of course and you know i might have you back we don't know let's yeah we should so i'm when i start my podcast we definitely gonna have to do a segment on mine yes for sure Mm -hmm. for sure tell my (laughs) listeners where they can find you so you can find me everywhere online facebook instagram twitter at fixin vixen and that's t-h-i-x-e-n vixen and i do also have another platform specifically for women empowerment and health and fitness motivation that brand is on youtube um instagram facebook (laughs) it is pretty healthy and thick Great. Thank you so much. You can follow Thank me you. on Instagram. My Instagram is underscore Steffi Kiss, S-T-E-P-H-Y-K-I-S-S. Um, the podcast page is Do I Look Fat Pod, exactly how it sounds. All Both of our information will be linked down below along with our OnlyFans link so you can check yes. us both out and subscribe. You know, subscribe. check out what we got there and all the fun stuff. Maybe one day I'll fly down to Atlanta. Um, I'll check out Miss Ty mm-hmm. McQueen and then I'll check out my boo Angel from Mermaid and the Lion podcast too. We could just yeah. have a whole little right yeah and do a whole little photo shoot and everything yeah we <laughs> we got to do that photo shoot like i was saying mm-hmm, yeah for sure. we gotta do that for mm-hmm. sure for sure <laughs> all right guys thank you for tuning in and i will see you guys next tuesday bye, bye guys. <laughs>